0: so i'm going to read this prayer oh so perfect lord god okay so jesus definitely just brought me to this page um matthew chapter 6 verse 9 to 13 the lord's prayer our father in heaven may your name be kept holy may your kingdom come soon may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. So, um, I believe that the Lord placed this prayer right here because this is the prayer that, um, the Lord had me repeat a million billion times. Um until until uh my sister was delivered from this demon so so um that when that happened what happened a little bit after that was god revealed different things to me he revealed a bunch of different things to me god revealed to me that um i was speaking to him in the spirit all the time and so the the woman who invited me to stay with her you know something was off something was off one day and i prayed to god i said god What's going on? God, please tell me what's going on. And God simply said to me, um, he said, look, he I looked, he revealed to me, I looked at her and I saw a demon in her body using it. But, you know, not as I want to be quite honest, the demon wasn't able to use her body you know, a hundred percent. But the demon was using her body, and so she walked away in a way. And I saw the demon, and I got like disgusted at the demon, and I said, "What?" Like I was sad. I was saddened. I was deeply saddened. Immediately when I once once I saw the demon, I said to the Lord, "Lord, is that what I just saw, or is Satan lying to me and tricking me?" And the Lord said, because he knew, he He spoke to me as if, not as if, he spoke to me what my heart said, after what my heart said. I didn't say all the words my heart said. My heart said, Lord, no, this can't be true. Like, what can we do? And the Lord said, and also my heart said, I don't understand. And the Lord said, um, well, he kind of talked to me like a child. I am his child, though was like, listen, some people, specifically her, have been living with demons for a long time, and we just don't know if we will be able to deliver them from them, and he said that nothing is too hard for the Lord, I don't want to lie, but pretty much me, that I will be able to deliver But also at the same time, I said, but Lord, you can do anything. You can do anything, Lord. Like, I love you. You can do anything. And the Lord said, just focus on your sister right now. Your sister is the immediate focus right now. And I said, of course. I didn't want to argue about it. But I wanted to save her too. And the way that the Lord made it sound, he said like, and you just don't know if they'll want to let go of the demon. It's not about what he can't do. It's about if they're willing to allow him to. And she had been going to church every Sunday for a while. So I said to myself, is church not helping? Shouldn't church, shouldn't she have been delivered from her demon the second she stepped into church? And that's what made me realize, like, you have to be willing to let it go. You have to not want it there. Otherwise, it'll stay. So she had been living with hers. And I I asked how long. And he pretty much said, like, about 40 years. And I said, well, she's only, like, 53. So I realized, like, that was a much harder task than my sister, whose demon, I don't know how old her demon demon is, but clearly it's time for it to go. So, obviously I wanted that to be on the menu too. I wanted to take, you know, this lady's demon out as well. Like, no demons need to stay. If I'm any, anywhere in the area, I want them all gone. Like, if the Lord can use me to take them all away, let's get rid of them all. Every single last one of them like any of them i don't care who it is anyone's just willing to go but the lord said to focus on (laughs) excuse me to focus on the task at hand and that was my sister and so i wasn't opposed to that of course that's the mission just was concerned for everybody and that's what you're supposed to do that's how you're supposed to be you want to be more like Christ, you care about everybody. It doesn't matter what you're sent to do, who you're sent to focus on. You care about saving whoever you can in the process or allowing God to use you as a vessel to save whoever it is in the process. And so, you know, I just prayed for her. Just prayed for her. And um, God said, I'll see what we can do. That's what God says, I'll see what we can do. So, the thing about it is, God's capable, He's more than capable. Nothing's too hard for the Lord. But for him to say, I'll see what we can do, that has to do with, you know, working overtime to get that person to want to release their demon, to want to get rid of it, to be willing to let it go. A lot of different times we hold on to these demons and we think it's part of our personality. We think it's part of our character. We say to ourselves, that's who I am. It's not a demon. That's just how I am now because of this or because of that or I just grew up like this or I just grew up like that that is a demon that is not you that is not you you have to be willing to let go of past traumas you have to be willing to to let go of habits you have to be willing to let go of certain characteristics that you have adapted as your own because they're not you and so that saying when people say um, when you get to a certain age, you can't be changed. You can't teach your old dog new tricks or um, that saying when people say that um, at a certain age or you have to you have to teach somebody between the the young ages or you have to catch somebody in the young ages and change their trajectory in life. Because when it gets when they get a little bit older, you can't really it's too late to change anyone. I think that's referring to that because you've lived with your demon too long to even know, even recognize it as such and be able to release it. So you're blessed to be able to get a demon release from you at that age that has been with you that long. So if anything, this is encouragement to anyone who may be having who may have a habit that they wanted to get rid of so long but they've you know just accepted that it's not going anywhere or just a, a personality or characteristic or thing about themselves that for so long it seems like it's been hindering them or they can't get rid of it. Whatever that is, that's a demon that has attached itself to you and made you believe that it's part of who you are. It is not part of who you are. And if you're willing to let go of that part of you, then you can get rid of this demon. But if you're not willing to accept that that's not who you are, and you, you are willing to accept that anything about you can be changed, you could be a new person, then... You can get rid of your demon otherwise you've had you've accepted this demon as you and it's not you so um after that you know i realized that you know there was a lot of different a lot of different um situations similar and so the lord after i noticed her demon and begged the lord to allow me to release her from her demon the lord directed me towards my mother he definitely did but the thing about it was he said to me that like you know not he said to me but i i recognized that my mother's my mother if she has any type of characteristic or demon like this on her it can't be that conflicting because I've been praying this whole time Well I won't say it can't be that conflicting But How conflicting is it? It must be much less It must be much less Because this entire time I haven't You know I'm always praying And why wasn't You know the subject brought up For getting her demon off of her So I don't know you know, because I know that my my mother's loved by me, by the Lord, my mother's love. So I don't know. But um, then moving forward. OK, so I was I started working at this job down the street. And for a long time, it took me it took me a long time to get in this job and it's just usually not normal. I ended up having to do a lot more than it seemed like usual to get this job, even though the first day I walked in, I was hired. The day I got in for my interview, I was hired. It took me three, minutes, three months to get my job and had to call corporate, etc. Things that weren't normal. Even when I got in, like it took a couple weeks for my name to even be on the schedule, etc. like different things were just it seemed like just going on that was just odd but I'm not used to I'm not stranger to hardships my whole life has been like that so you know I wasn't like I just thought it was kind of odd but um so when I finally got in a job and I started working people would come in and they would stare at me like I was a celebrity and people would start taking pictures of me working I was just a cashier a dollar general and they would just take pictures of me. And I said, is this person taking a picture of me? And the Lord is like, yes, they're taking pictures of you. The Lord is telling me. And in between every every chance I get, every break, I'm picking up my phone and I'm reading the Bible. I'm reading the Bible in between every break that I get because I need to surround myself. And the Lord's presence being around all these different people all day. So a couple times, I'm just, you know, stocking things on the shelves in between, you know, running back and forth from the register and I realized that um, somebody said to me, somebody said in the, in my head, in the spirit, they didn't even say it out loud. They said, "That's her." They was like, "Ain't no way that's her." They was like, "What is she doing working?" They was like in that Dollar General at that. It's like she must be some type of basic B. Like, like that's not her. Ain't no that's definitely not her because this is just some basic B. That's what they said. And I heard the Lord cut them off and say, Don't call her, don't cuss, don't cuss. And like, um I just remember that happened. I said, Did that just happen? Because it didn't happen out, it didn't happen in person. It happened in person, but it didn't happen. They didn't say it out their mouth. They said it in my head. And this happened a couple times. Like, I remember specifically, like, I think, like, a whole week, people came in back to back to back. I heard somebody say, all these people coming in for you. All these people coming in to see you because it's you. I'm like, what are they talking about? So I pray every time. Every time I just pray. And then a couple times... I'll be at the register and different people would just be so mad. Like every, it was just every single day was, it was always something like people would be so mad. A couple people was just like staring at me like a hater or like, who do you think you are? Or like just super mad. Like they wanted to fight me. Different couple people wanted to fight me. I heard somebody say, I'll fight her right now. And like, I'm just like, why do people want to fight me? Like I'm literally not doing a lot and like everybody was always talking about me all the time like not all the time but like everybody was always talking about me and I'm just right there I was like what is going on and like it just felt so weird so i would always pick up my bible and praying all every chance I get because I'm like this is not normal and then that's when um I remember one day this girl this girl oh actually it was not all bad so a couple people came in it was like i think she's pretty or a couple people was like i think she's nice or a couple This one girl she came in and saw me like i think like two or three times out the week and every single time she came and saw me she would just be super nice to me super duper nice to me out of nowhere and i would be i'm always nice to everybody but i would think to myself like why why does it seem like she's a fan of me and i don't like i'm just a, a i'm just a cashier a dollar general Like, that's all I am. It seems like it should be, it should look like to you. But everybody knew who I was in the spirit. And I just didn't understand it. And so I remember going home and um, somebody said to me in my head, you shouldn't work. You shouldn't work. You shouldn't be working. Even when I was at work, somebody said, they said, you shouldn't work here. You shouldn't be working here because people are just ghetto and they're just going to come in here every single day and just to bother you they're not like i remember it being a group of girls came in it was like they didn't even want to buy anything and i heard the the other people i heard like people like arguing with them they was like so what we don't care such and such and such and it was like leave her alone she's working and it was like so what we'll fight her and then that's when um the, the dudes was like no you not because i'm not about to let you fight her she's just trying to work leave her leave that girl alone it was like you broke you ain't even got no money you just in here bothering her like there was literally a dollar general like with no money like it was like what you in here to steal or something what you even in her for and she was like it doesn't matter why i'm in here i'm gonna come in here if i want to this is a public place etc all this is happening without anybody talking and then like they start arguing on the outside but they not arguing about what they said on in their head like, they start arguing on the outside. And it'd be something like, can you hurry up and go? Like, I'm trying to get out of here. You holding the line up. And I'd be like, they was just arguing. But it, you wouldn't hear it outside. And I was like, am I tripping? And next thing I know, I would forget. Like, I wouldn't forget. But something would, like, make me, like, not even think of it like as that serious. Even though this is going on right in front of me. And I was like. Did that happen? And I just remember a spirit over me like, oh, she can't find out. She can't find out. So it was somebody always over me trying to keep me from finding out what was going on. And uh, hiding everything. So that, you know, I would stay in a, you know dark about everything. But at the same time, I realized that um, the Lord wanted this to happen. He wanted me to stay in the dark about it so that everything could happen like how the prophecy foretold so that everything could happen how it's was supposed to and i just remember like I, I would get home and like i would hear stuff like they following you home or they, they follow they would follow you home you gotta be careful they follow they would they followed you home and stuff like that like it was different stuff people would say different stuff and i remember somebody said you shouldn't work and then like um I remember somebody said something like um oh this is what happened so um somebody said she tried to steal your body no 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 this is what they said they said she tried to um she tried to take your thoughts and make it seem as if your thoughts was her thoughts like because it's you and this is the prophecy the prophecy foretold that it would be you and you would be exactly like this and i said exactly like what because i didn't know what they was talking about and it was like exactly like that like you're so good you're so good like you always praying you love god you are such a good person like you you heavenly like you heaven sent and i was like um this sound like some type of movie I'm just being honest. Like, this sounds like some type of cliche movie, high school movie. Like, it was kind of weird because what they were saying was this NBA Young Boy. This is NBA Young Boy, and that's Money Yaya. Because, and this is the whole story. I'm going to give you the whole story. I'm going to give you the whole rundown really quick because I don't want to keep dragging it out. So, the whole rundown is the prophecy NBA Young Boy sold his soul to the devil or something like that. He got some type of covenant with the devil. Something going on with that. I don't know for, for sure. It sounds like he's in a contract with the devil and he ended up getting one of like... I don't want to say any of them is rewarding. I don't want to entice any child because I'm telling you, stay away from this stuff. This is None of it is rewarding. But what I'm telling you is that with his contract, he's super powerful because this the devil see him as somebody who won't stop at nothing to get what they want. So... He got one of those contracts where you know he kind of got power over other people where other people contracts is you know underneath him or underneath others And he got one of those contracts where you know he probably the one person he's underneath is the devil so um also what what, what um happened is he got a i don't know if he asked god or if he asked the devil to reveal to him who was his soulmate, his real soulmate. But in the midst of all that, God came to NBA Youngboy and tried to get him to give his life back to God. Like, he's like, I will give you a chance to come back to me. If you co- Like, I will give you a chance out of what it is that you got yourself into, even though I told you not to. Or Because God told NBA Youngboy not to do that, not to go that route, but NBA Youngboy was tired of being poor and tired of being, you know, just... Nobody cared about him. He was poor. With holes in his shirt, and like no money, no no food, starving. Nobody cared. And he would pray to God all the time, and it wouldn't change. So that's why he did what he did. And God said, "I understand that, I understand your heart. And that's why, you know, I know you're a good person. I still give you a chance." So I guess NBA boy said to God, um, he wanted a normal life. He wanted a normal life, and he wanted a wife. He wanted a wife. That's real, super real, and love God. And, you know, everything He ever asked for that, you know, He was asked for. I'm sure He asked for a few different things, but um, I think that, you know, He wanted God to choose what was perfect for Him. Or God just decided, I know what's better. I know what you need. And um, He said He wanted, if He could get a wife, a perfect wife, that get him on his contract could get him on his contract with the devil and deliver him then he will give everything up then he would change he would change that's what he wants. and um the lord said nothing is too hard for him the lord said little little do you know you asked that because you think i would never do that you think that i would i'm you know i'm capable but you don't think i'll ever do that for you and i actually will so the lord said i'm gonna do that actually at the perfect person for you And so um, the prophecy foretold to NBA Young Boy. This is what the understanding I got, you know, but I'm sure it's more to it. But the prophecy was that um, his wife would come into Houston. I'm pretty sure they said the exact year, which was 2019. And she would be praying and she would be like super heavenly. like I guess super heavenly. I'm not super holy, though. Like, I'm really not like, I get, I don't know how it was told to him, but he said it like the person would be like super different from everybody else and like always praying and really, and not, and it's not for show. It's really real, like really love God in private and really like that for real. But, um, I guess the prophecy told him that like, I would have to, I I would have, I would still be a work in progress that's what I am. Still a work in progress. I don't know what the prophecy told him. Cause honestly, they made it seem like I was perfect already, and um, and that you know, I would come from Cleveland. They knew that. They knew I would come from Cleveland, Ohio, and that um, I think they knew I would love my mom a lot. Like it's it's different details. It seemed like they was fishing for it ever since he knew that I was coming. He was finding trying to find more, as much information about it as possible so he can know he was looking for me because when I got there, he said it's her. So um that's why they know people's thoughts because they was he was trying to find me. I pray in my head. So um money, all y'all found me first. <laughs> or at the same time, I'm sorry it's not funny found me first or at the same time because she don't want it to happen also something was said which i don't know is true is that um mayweather was the one who found out the prophecy for NBA young boy because he wanted to prove to Maniaya that that was not her soulmate so he found both of their soulmates except for she killed hers and since somebody tried to kill me last year i'm trying to i'm guessing maybe she tried to kill me too or they 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 planned or packed was to the kill their soulmate so they could be together because they was actually believed that they were real soulmates. The only difference was he didn't really mean it. He wanted to know who his soulmate was and I guess he is assuming that he would have control over that if he wanted to kill his soulmate or not but actually fell in love because that's what happens when you meet your soulmate. So I just don't understand how she was able to fight off her real love and fight and kill her soulmate because I think she killed hers. And um, I know this stuff is crazy but yeah, she killed her soulmate so she could be with NBA Youngboy. But when it came to him killing his, he didn't want to. And um, so now she want to kill me. And she's not going to stop unless she got to die to do it. Because she don't want to see him with his soulmate. And Mayweather dogged her last year. No offense. I mean, I'm not trying to be grimy. But, like, he really was, like, he didn't dog her. He was being a good father. He really was. But it's, like, to her she feel a dog because... was saying to her like um let him go let him go if he don't want to be with you let him go and if he wanted to be with you then you know like it just don't make sense for you to be fighting his soulmate she don't even know you she don't want to fight you over him etc i didn't i'm just like why are you fighting me over a guy i don't even want and like um that's when um she was just like no it's not like she's really irate about it she's like no it's not happening and um pretty much he's protecting me from her because of it but at the same time he's not choosing yes he is he's choosing but I i don't know i don't know i don't know what to say but he's choosing his future he is choosing his future, I guess. I don't know. But God is protecting me from the both of them. Because neither one of them got the head on their shoulders as straight as it could be. His is just a little bit straighter than hers. Um, Mayweather was like, this is why he's her. she's his soulmate and you're not. This is why she's fulfilling the prophecy and you're not. Because look at how she values herself. She's not about to fight you over a guy. She's not about to fight any girl over a guy. She puts God over anything in this world. This is how you need to be. You really could learn from her. This is what he said. And I heard him say it for months. And she just screamed at him. And cried. And was like, why do you always choose everybody over me? Etc. Like, arguing with him. And he was just like, you need to respect yourself. You need to learn to respect yourself. And... Then I heard that he actually was the one who found his soulmate for him. I know I said that already, but he actually was the one who found their soulmate so that they could separate and be with who they're destined to be with. And she didn't want to. And, um, what else? Also, um. Then I had the vision all before all of this even happened, I had the vision in the in the limo with somebody who is built like him. Except for he not built like that no more. So I don't know. I don't know if it's ever gonna really happen or if it's true because he not built like that no more. Like when I had that vision, he was smaller, like a couple years ago. And now he's like he got he's he's wider, like he got his shoulders more outstretched, etc. And I just feel like It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen like that. But that stuff is really coming into fruition now. It's really coming into fruition now. So another thing is I was praying so hard and the demon was coming off of me. Somebody said, you really are the joker. They was talking to him because he was motivating me to pray to get the demon off of me. But he was the demon. so they said you really are the joker so um one day i stopped praying because i said this is not working and i felt like it was him lying to me telling me it's not working so i want to get the demon off of me and well i don't know it might have been my sister might be my mother my whole family has been trying to kill me ever since they found out because they don't want me they don't want it to be me either that's a whole nother episode I talked about where they could they could sell their soul to the Illuminati, but it gotta be the person in a family with the best destiny. That's the only one the devil wants. And if it turned out to be me, but I don't want nothing to do with it. I'd rather die than sell my soul to the devil. They're gonna have to kill me for real. So they have been trying to. But the Lord been protecting me and Um That's when one day I just stopped praying because I was like, it was like the lord even told me a year before it's gonna feel like you got severed in half i feel like i was severed in half i really felt like i was severed in half at the waist and so i got up and i was like i just can't do this i walked to the store and when i was at the store everybody was like at the store crowded into the store because i was there it's like look everybody rushing to the store because they know that's where you at and when i'm anytime i'm go anywhere like a bunch of cars drive by, like, there there she go, there she go. And I hear somebody saying, if you drive down such and such street, you will see her. And this happened everywhere I go. So now I just don't go nowhere. And, like, um, so I went to the store. When I got in the store, everybody was like, just let her go, man. Just let her go home. Because so I just said to myself, because I heard them saying, like, yeah, it's going to happen exactly how it's supposed to happen. Like, you going to be mine, etc." And I was like, no, I'm not i'm like no that's never happening i'm telling you god would never let that happen to me i'm telling you right now god would never let that happen to me and it was like yeah all right we right, gonna see what's happening this happened exactly how it's supposed to like it's all planning out how it's supposed to happen no matter what it is that i do and i'm like i don't know i don't think that's happening so i'm like um they like yeah but what you gonna do because you can't leave or we watching you or etc what are you gonna do and i was like i'm gonna run away what do you mean first chance i get i'm running away and that's when it was like um you can't. I'm going to follow you or I'm just not going to let you go because I, I guess they feel like they got control over my actions. I'm like, you don't have control over nothing. I'm telling you right now it's not happening. How you think it's going to happen. And then that's when I'm like, who is this? And everybody was like, just let her go, man. He was like, no, not until she had my baby. And then I was, then it was like, that's NBA young boy. And I was like. I just don't know if I believe it. It makes sense because everybody know me for no, for, and they treat me like I'm famous and I don't know why, but, like, I call my bank and I can hear them talking to whoever it is in the spirit, and he telling them what to say. Like, he telling them what to say in my bank, and money y'all too, and you can hear her laughing, like, anytime it feel like anything irritated me or, like, put me down or anything, like, you hear her laughing in the background, like, like we fighting over a boy or something and like um i'm just i'm not fighting over no boy If anything, i'm fighting for a guy and like um not if anything that's what i'm doing but um all i know is i said you're not about to that's not about to happen this not about to happen and i just remember them saying that's gonna be a young boy and then I hear different people. One time I was watching this prophetic word, and this woman was like, she was telling me all the stuff that was being told to me last year. Last year when I got here, somebody was like, Go to the hospital and get on prenatal vitamins. And then somebody said, um, get your passport, you're going to Paris. And then I heard like in the spirit, um, start like working out, exercise, and get in position. Get in position. That's what they kept saying get in position. And I was like, No, <laughs> like I'm running from this with everything because I don't I don't know what it is. I just don't ever tell me what I'ma do. Don't ever tell me who I am. Only God can do that. Don't ever, don't ever in your life think you're about to control nothing about me. Never 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 and if it's meant to happen, you better just wait and see if it happened naturally, because how dare anybody sit and hover over my life, planning out my actions, everything I do every single day, just kind of like just controlling me. How can you? Con- no, don't control me. I can't be controlled. Sorry. And if I'm controlled, it's by God, because I relinquish my rights to God. Well no, no human, no devil on this earth ever controlled me or my, my, my life, I don't care who it is. Like, what are you going to do? Kill me because you're going to have to so no and so i'm just fighting with everything i got and i've been fighting with everything i got but i've been winning because god i'm telling you he never abandoned his people and god been bringing me out of every situation as long as i'm praising god and in the spirit with god i'm fighting i'm able to fight everything everybody off me and money yaya she's so mad about that she got the whole houston against me matter of fact even the whole cleveland i went back to my city and everybody was mad at me, people. all these people I don't even know, like yeah I'm from Cleveland, been here my whole life, but of course there's a bunch of people I don't know, so I'm walking down the street and a bunch of people I don't know just screaming at me, attacking me, telling me my business, um, I get on a train and I heard my thoughts played out loud on their phones, like they really listening to my thoughts over the radio, anything I think, and it's all going on. In front of everybody it's I, they, The Lord told me my whole life Like people would do anything for money And when it come down to the people in the Illuminati If they come trying to bribe everybody around you They will bribe everybody around you But I never thought Like they would be able to bribe my people Cause my people growing up around them Like we always was like We would never sell out for no money Ever It's us against the world if it come down to that And now everybody sold out for some money telling you because everybody last year tried to kill me everybody they all wanted me dead about this for some money i heard i remember one day waking up and saying lord god can you just i prayed this prayer so many different times lord god please reveal my enemies to me so that i can cut off people who don't belong in my life and finally last year i heard nba young boy that's who it was i'm not about to sugarcoat it no more i heard him say Um, A lot of girls would be lucky to have a dude Who care about them enough To come and expose everybody around them Who not really for them And so I'm like Is it the Lord doing this or is it him But then again at the same time It's always the Lord Cause that's who I'm with So if anything He just doing what the Lord wanted him to do But um it had to happen for what's about to happen next the lord showed me that i'm sent out here to slay a demon witch a demon witch that had been like reigning over this region for so long and just oppressing all god people and god said he had enough and she about to go he about to use me to do it i've been a demon slayer my whole life he showed me myself in the spirit i was in full armor this beautiful gold that you will never find here on earth super like this the most expensive looking gold i've ever seen in my life you only see it in heaven and a horse so gorgeous so healthy i ain't never seen a horse like this here on on earth so beautiful and a in a sword so majestically and heavenly made that i'm sure god you know only angels in heaven carry this type of these type of weapons and who even use swords today and this was me with long hair, my hair and braids. Long braids that go down my back and touch my butt. And it was all my real hair. And um, it was dark, like my, it was my natural color hair. It was dark brown and I was so beautiful. So, 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 beautiful, but way smaller. Like I was like at least like, probably like 50, 60 pounds lighter. And um, I was so strong. I was so fit. Like, I just never took a day off from exercising and working and running. Like, I could just climb a hole, like Mount Everest, without resting. And I was so fit. And I didn't get tired. And that's what the scriptures say. That um, you'll run without getting weary. A prison that I had in my castle Specially made for demons Because demons don't have a body or a form So whatever this Whatever, not whatever castle This castle made by God, this prison It holds spirits Unclean spirits That was all piled inside of this cell Screaming Let me out, let me out But knew that they was never getting let out by me And so this demon witch came and broke down my whole castle And freed all these demons And when I got back, I realized that they was so far gone that, you know, I just had to move on. But I knew that I would be moving on to wherever they went to kill them all. But I was only holding them for Jesus Christ to come and slay them himself. So I call myself a demon hunter because I don't ever really kill them. I put them in prison and hold them for revelations when the lord come down and kill all of them so i was holding them for the lord and the lord knew they was there the whole time he was just waiting for the perfect time and now that they got freed from this prison it's time for me to slay the slay the demon witch and for the lord to come down and throw all of them to the lake of fire brimstone i'm telling you we're living in our last days if you ain't right with god you're right with god right now because we about to get raptured the last thing that the lord said not the last thing he said to me but what he said to me when everything i started is get up and fulfill the prophecy is time that means time to slay this demon witch get rid of her for good i believe she is the whore of babylon but um reading through the scripture she could be a couple of different characters i believe that um i, I did used to believe that nba Youngboy was the antichrist but he's not antichrist is actually white jesus and um all these different things are being revealed to me but um also just get right with god because i gotta slay this demon which when i slay her we all getting caught up once i slay her we all getting caught up and, um it's almost time and lo- the lord told me that even though the nba young boy on the wrong side he actually gonna save him i know i said this before but this o- other prophets have said this he's going to save him well he's going to try his best not try his best the lord he pretty much said he gonna save him but he don't want to say nothing else. i don't want to say He want to say nothing else, so i want to speak for him but what i'm pretty much saying is like you know I don't want to say he is, but pretty much that's what he been pretty much been telling me. Like, yeah, like, like he thinking about it, but really he already decided, you know, how, how God is. He's so merciful. You know, he might be so upset with however you live in or whatever you've been doing, but he know your heart. He gonna save you at the end of the day. So that's what I feel like he gonna do for me. You, but the thing is, so when the Lord came down, second coming, he came down inside of me. He chose me. is when i was able to deliver my sister and her baby from satan and i remember them talking satan was like no don't do it she didn't do what she was supposed to do look she's not doing this look she's not doing that and um god said to um satan but she will she will and he came down even though i wasn't i didn't do everything perfectly and he said i will do it and when he came down, before that, the Lord gave me the ability to search people's hearts. When the first thing I, the first person heart I searched, when the Lord gave me that ability, is NBA Young Boys because you have to understand, it wasn't about a celebrity or anything like that. It was just a whole year all I kept hearing in my head, NBA Young Boy, NBA Young Boy, NBA Young Boy, NBA Young Boy. Like I never got a second to my, I never got a second out of one day where I wasn't hearing his name constantly. It was like torture. So the first person heart I searched was his to see if that was true, any of it was true. And when I searched his heart, when the Lord was with me, this is the Lord. I believe his report over anybody's. When I searched his heart, when the Lord was with me, he didn't know who I was. He didn't know who I was. He had no idea who I am. When we When the Lord brought me to him, it was like, he was like, what? He didn't know what was going on. Like, huh? that was just being brought to him for the first time but he was like but I will like he would step up to the plate though but I was like no I don't want that it was it was not like that I just wanted to confirm that and if that's not true then forget this ever happened I didn't mean to bother you so I went on and I found out that the person who was saying and doing all this stuff was actually my sister her cousin and her aunt and that's not delivered my sister while she was pregnant with my niece from the demon. So I'm like, so maybe this whole time it wasn't even NBA Youngboy. It was all lies and that it was actually just my sister lying the entire time. But every single time, whenever it's about God, of course they're they're, they're super mad. But anytime it's about NBA Youngboy is when they're really that's when they're the most ruthless, when they think it's got something to do with being famous or rich. So I don't know. And at the same time, the same thing that was told to me, which was that um, the Lord is going to try to save him and be a young boy, and that he want a regular life with a regular wife in the suburbs. He just want to be happy and at peace and that he really is a good person with a good heart. He just, he just got himself into something, you know, super heavy because he was tired of not having nothing. Some other prophets have come. have seen the same thing so i'm like what's true do i do i not know him or do he not know me or or do he because something ain't right i know for a fact god don't lie and he searched his heart so he don't know me but also at the same time i'm gonna talk about this really quick before time is up but um last year while i was in my closet and i was just praying and praying and praying nba young boy revealed himself to me And when he showed up, he showed me his whole life, his whole life from start to finish, from when he was a little boy to now. And he said, you are my soulmate. You're my soulmate. And he merged me and his life together to where it felt like we knew each other our whole lives. But then he tried to get me to pick him over God. He tried to get me to make him my God and I said I would never give you over Jesus Christ and that's when Jesus told me after I chose Jesus over him Jesus told me you're going to heaven so I don't know what to believe because right after that a demon came off of me NBA young boy helped pull it off of me and then after that um I delivered my sister from a demon But you want to know something? Tupac was there. Tupac was there, but Tupac was... Tupac is in hell. Tupac was upset because he swore that he was going to be the chosen one. To say to people. To say to our people, black people, wake us up. He he swore it was going to be him. And it was me. And he don't feel like I'm good enough. But obviously, he don't got no choice but to... You know, know I'm good enough because God don't make mistakes. But he he don't like me. He think I slack off too much for something super important. But God chose me for a reason. And he felt like it should have been him. But the reason why Tupac, me, but also me and him got a lot in common, he said. And God told him that he ain't going to be the the chosen one, but he going to live to see the chosen one. But, or he going to be able to ch- see the chosen one. He going to be around when the, when the chosen one save the people and wake the people up. Only thing is he in hell. But he was there when I delivered my sister. And God came down to me. Second coming. Um, also, he be motivating me too. He just motivate me a different kind of way. He motivate me like, in a way where it's like, I really don't like you. I really don't mess with you. But that's, that should put some fire up underneath you to get it done, to do what you're supposed to do. So one day I was in, the, I was worshiping God and Tupac came and said, this same thing happened to me. You're going to do exactly what I did. I quit. And I said, if I'm going to quit, how am I going to do it? So I don't know if I should believe him. But at the same time, he ain't lying. He was like, it's hard, ain't it? And I was getting soul ties off of me. And Tupac showed up and said, yeah, it's hard, ain't it? He's like, guess what? You ain't even halfway done. And I said, so he's like, I was like, so I, I thought to myself, Tupac did this? He went through this too? And he said, yep, in my hotel room. And I got up and quit. And I regret it because now he in hell. He was called to be a preacher by God. If he would have got all the soul ties off of him, he would have been in heaven. If you he would have completed it. I was like I ain't gonna quit so I don't know what's going to happen but God told me it's happening anyways don't matter he said I'm getting this anyways but the thing about it is Tupac said he liked my sister better Tupac said he on my sister's side and I, I tried to figure out why but also at the same time I, I let him know I don't care what you think you in hell I ain't going where you going so I'm not trying to be rude or nothing. But I'm don't glorify Tupac. First of all, every time you listen to his music, glorify him like he a God. He suffered. So you need to stop doing that anyways. But also on top of that, you know, don't even say his name. For real, for real. But also on top of that, you need to understand he went to hell. He's just a man. He is not God. But Tupac got a lot. He had a lot to say to me. And the Lord corrected him too. He's like, Tupac, who do you think you are? You're not the chosen one. He's like, I told you you'd be able to see the chosen one. And now you have. And you really just mad because you ain't the chosen one. You're not about to take that out on her. He's like, if you're not helping, be quiet. He checked Tupac for me, but I'm like, Tupac don't like me. He really don't like me. And I'm just like, hey, can't be everybody friend, but also, if your young boy looked up to Tupac, obviously. A lot of, a lot of rappers did. But he don't want nobody to look up to him. My sister better because he think my sister work harder for the things she like she work hard he's he feel like she work for like she deserves stuff more because she work harder i don't know i guess he respect her um her personality or character more i think it's because she grew up without a father fo- without knowing her biological father most of her life and so did he. i think that's what the real reason is but and because he mad at me because i'm the chosen when he wanted to be it but he don't feel like I deserve to be the chosen one because he don't feel like I work hard enough he feel like I'm lazy. But, um, the Lord already told him, it don't matter what you think. You had your chance. So, um, don't glorify Tupac. He's just a man. He don't want you glorifying him. You make him suffer every time you listen to his music. I'm like, yeah, God, God don't like it. God don't like idolatry. He hate idolatry. He hates sin. And he tried to save Tupac. He loved Tupac with all his heart. Um, And yet still, while Tupac in hell after disobeying God, guess what happened? He still let Tupac be there for the second coming. And Tupac helped me pull my sister out of hell. So he really a good man. He really is. He just made the wrong decisions in life. So I'm telling you, be careful. Because that could be you. And that's what he want me to tell you. He don't want nobody to to, um, go to hell like he did. Nobody following behind his footsteps and making it to hell like he did. So he want me to tell you to be careful. Definitely be careful and um, don't don't glorify him, don't idolize him, don't look at him as no god or leader or nothing. Because he don't want you to end up where he ended up. He said, glorify God, love God, and don't try to be cool. Like read your Bible accept lord the lord as your savior and stop thinking that this illuminati stuff is cool because even though he preached the illuminati and what the illuminati was doing he was in it he ended up selling his soul to the illuminati so i'm telling you don't glorify him another thing um i remember earlier in that year before the lord gave me a chance to save my sister to a hill what happened was um I was listening to a Tupac song, and I was watching. I was watching interviews of him. This is when my sister came to me and showed how much she idolized him. She idolized him, and Tupac said um, in an interview, "I may not be the chosen one, but I guarantee I spark the mind that is. I guarantee I spark the mind that become the the, the chosen one. I guarantee I spark the chosen one mind." And I said you will and God said yeah you will while looking at me and I said could that be what he mean and God said yep don't you doubt it either because at the time Tupac was so jealous he still is He was still happy though because it's true he did spark the mind that is the chosen one he just upset it wasn't him we thought it was going to be him he even admitted it he said I'm just upset because I thought it was going to be me and um God was like you knew it wasn't going to be you because I told you it wasn't and I told you what to do I told you who you was but you didn't want to do it I tried with all my heart to save you You know I loved you you know I love you and Tupac was he ain't had nothing to say and that's what he pretty much said. If you ain't helping, don't talk. So, yeah, Tupac in hell, but God still loves him. Um, a lot of these artists that we listen to, that, that music being played all the time, that's glorified, isn't hell. That's what you need to understand. If you're not listening to gospel music, don't listen to music at all. Don't listen to no secular music. I'm telling you, go straight to hell. And when you get there, whatever artist you was listen to, don't think they above torturing you for every time you listen to their music. Because as soon as you get to hell, they will torture you. Marvin Gaye showed up to me and said, do not play my music. And he showed me burnt himself burning in hell, his skin melting off his bones. I said, and what if I listen to it even though you showed me that? He said, well, I'm going to torture you when you get here. So... telling you don't listen to none of this music if it's not gospel don't listen to it I'm telling you stop listening to it don't let your kids play it you don't understand that you'll go to hell and you will you will suffer for every second that song played in your lifetime they will torture you for it for the rest of eternity trust me you don't want to go to hell you don't want to listen to this music and that be part of it so get right with God first of all and if anything, stop listening to this music. It's not worth it. Because these artists is in hell getting tortured for every every play. Every second you play it. Every ear it fall on. Any music that's not glorifying God. And some, some of these artists actually, you know, are, was going to God. Some of these artists actually was gospel artists. And they still in hell. I'm telling you, be careful. Um, another thing. Oh, Ari. Ari is one of, was one of the NBA Young Boys' concubines. You'd think she would G-Herbo or Bag Yo. And in reality, she wanted his concubines. She was fighting me, trying to keep me from saving my sister's soul. From the devil she was pulling she was hanging on my arms in the spirit and fighting me or if she ain't' be a young boy concubine she money yaya's um understudy money yaya is a demon or at least she got one but she ain't even as nearly as bad as a lot of us that's not even famous that's what's so crazy to me like these celebrities, they be closer to God than people who be on the street. It's amazing, but still, she could use a deliverance. Um, I fought Maniaya in the spirit in New Amsterdam. My soul traveled to New Amsterdam in this room. And when I got there, they said, we get out. Meaning... We get free from these demons that try to steal our bodies. And they said, you doing it a different way, though. And the room was light, so bright, like a white light, like heaven. Money y'all came out the cut. Before this happened, everybody kept instigating a fight, saying, come see me when you drop that baby. But that really wasn't even me. But she was like, yeah, we're going to fight when I after I have my baby. The, right after she had her baby, she showed up to me in a spirit, and we fought ran up to me that was like money i got do not do it do not do it do not do it everybody was around and she smacked me and i got so mad that i just beat her up and i tossed her into like a fireplace and then she came back with like a swollen eye and like she handed my sister some money for setting me up and she laughed and i always hear that laugh in the background all the time also, Justin Bieber, he, God loved Justin Bieber. He closer to, He thought he was going to be the chosen one, too. He real close to God. He almost could have been. Justin Bieber almost could have been the chosen one. But he just, you know, he a little too worldly. But Justin Bieber is a really great guy. He really is. He might go to heaven. Justin Bieber defended me. He is a nice soul to be around. I'm telling you, out of all these people, it would feel like torture to be around. When I was around him, it felt like peace. His soul was really at peace. He is a great person. He down-to-earth and everything. So, um, if I can think of anything else, I'm going uh, to come back on here and talk about it. And also, Justin Bieber is not racist at all.